Previously on Crit Happens. First watch, Jib, you swear you heard something. It, it looks like there's nothing here. I, th- I think we should just, I, th- I think we should just go to bed. As you're saying that, uh, you hear the loudspeaker crackle and you hear Hadar scream. Hadar! And Jib just starts running back to the helm. Hadar in there is clutching his head. Could, could I try, could I jump in on this? Your magic latches onto the ship and kind of forces him out of the chair. You can feel parts of the ship are being like disconnected and reconnected randomly. Gildrex, you head towards the, the cargo hold of the ship. You notice boxes have been moved. I'll open the box. The second you lay your hands on it, it literally like unspins from the center as hands reach out and grab you. Gildrex, would you please make me a dexterity saving throw? I'm going to say with disadvantage because you are surprised. Or you can do strength athletics to try to like, it's pretty much a grapple. You're trying to resist a grapple. Strength athletics, you say? You can use strength athletics or a dexterity acrobatics to avoid the grapple. In that case, 19 with disadvantage. Even with you being taken by surprise, uh, the hands that grab you don't seem very strong. Uh, you're able to very quickly shake them off as this box continues to shift and creak as you see panels that once looked like wooden crates almost flip around to form almost what would look like petals around this long, gang- like long elongated body, almost with like a wire man shape with these strange petals coming off of it. As soon as this happens, I'll call out to Hadar. Uh, I'll tell him, tell everybody it's in the cargo hold. Okay, uh, we're going to roll for initiative. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, going first initiative. At uh, Jib, you hear uh, as like the, the the loudspeakers turn on across the ship. Hadar says, "Um, apparently there's a disturbance in the cargo hold." Jib will like get up and I guess start just running over to uh, the cargo hold. Last I checked, you were in the middle of the ship. I was in the, about, the or were helm. you in the helm? Okay, yeah, I was at the helm. helm. Um, okay. So if you just dash, it'll take two turns to get to the cargo hold. Yeah, helm. I'll start. I'll start. I don't know. Do I have any? I'm wondering if I have like expedition. I don't have any magic that would make me faster. So I will just, yeah, I'll just keep running. Okay. Um, After you, it goes to Cher. Cher, you hear the same kind of crackle over the radio saying there's a disturbance in the cargo hold. Uh, What is it this time? Okay, I guess I start making my way over there. Probably not super. Cher's annoyed at this point. Cher's just kind of like, well, okay. And she just, like, not super slow, but just. Takes her time. Mm-hmm. Um, you are. Where were you, by the way? Do you remember? Uh, if you I were was. The... Oh, I think in the main area. Main remember? area. Because that's where the doll was found. The the doll that um Mister uh, Zan Zan Zan. Yeah. Zan oh, you made. were in the. Yeah, you were in. The, I was in the lunch area. Yeah. I don't know what that is. The main. The the galley. The galley. Yeah. The lunch area. The mesh hall. Mess hall. The mess hall. That's the name of it. All right, you're about to turn away. If you want to just dash down there, you could probably make it. Oh, okay, so it's not super far. It, I guess it's not super far. You're in the like the dead center of the ship. Sure, I'll I'll dash then because it's not like I'm like oh I have to go all the way back to where I was just you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I'll dash there. Awesome. Um, yeah. As you run down, you can hear a strange, almost like mechanical whirring as you get closer to the 
uh, cargo hold and you can see this large uh, mechanical creature almost looks like a wire man with these strange like petals coming off him that seem to rotate and spin to kind of form almost like abstract shapes to kind of camouflage with objects oh no it's the abstract man i um, didn't ever learn my shapes after that it's gildrex's turn uh my turn's gonna be pretty boring so i see this thing in front of me yeah yeah i'm just going to dodge you're just gonna dodge and that'll be my whole turn Alrighty. you get ready for an attack as it goes on to its turn uh some of the petals are going to like almost like move down its arm to reposition almost to look like push daggers on the back on the front of the hand and it's just going to try to stab you with its weird blade hands um you it's going to have disadvantage the duality um the first attack is going to critically miss and the second attack does a nat- an unnatural 20 hit you yes awesome um it's going to Gross. manage <laughs> to nick you um, you're going to take a total of six slashing damage as one of these like pedal blades, like just barely scrape the outside of your armor. More mainly just kind of knocking the wind out of you a little bit. I will psionic barrier that. All right. And take no damage. All righty. Yeah. You psionic barrier. it. The blade tries to like dig into you and you just kind of force this purple barrier around your ribs and you force it away. Um, as it is going to back up towards deeper into the cargo hold. Does that provoke for me? Yes, it does provoke if you want to swing. I, I will attempt to grapple it. Uh, did you not just use your reaction to psionic barrier? Oh, you're correct. You're right. Uh, it's going to back up into the cargo hold, like almost in the center of the area, as we'll move on to Auntie Janet. I'm just an old lady uh, dealing with all this stuff. Um, I believe you were also with sharing kind of the common middle area. I th- I'm going to say yes, because honestly, I'm a little brain fogged right now. So I want to say absolutely. Okay. Uh, I will also just dash okay. to follow along. You and Cher just run side by side as mm-hmm. you guys get, you guys see the same scene of this worrying mechanical man almost try to attack Trey and then back up as Trey has used his psionics. Are my kind of... dogs still around? My mastiffs? I have six of them. Um, they were scattered across the ship. Okay. While time. we're running, just for some, I'm going to just do a nice whistle. And call them all to me so I can have a pack of dogs attack with me. Alrighty. Yeah. Um, they will all start to conjoin. I believe they were in packs of two, so. Mm-hmm. So I should have like three sets. Yeah. I'll figure out where they are. And, yeah. Uh, don't worry uh, too much about it. Just coordination I want with my you. dog. Is that your turn, Auntie Janet? Do you have a bonus action or anything um, you could do? Not at the moment. Besides looking at the weird robotics that are happening in the room. Awesome. Tell the turn. Uh, Jib. You saw like flashes of Annie Janet and Cher running in uh-huh. the same direction as you. Just like, wait, wait, yeah. I'm coming. Ah, your, ah. Little, your little stunty, yeah, <laughs> stunty dwarf legs. I'm taller than you. I know, uh, but I can go 30 feet. <laughs> I, I can't go. <laughs> I can fly 30 <laughs> The pains of being a dwarf. Uh, Jib is just going to sprint again, uh, dash. How, how long has it been since we start? Because when we first started investigating, Jib activated his arcane uh, ballista. And that lasts an hour. Has it been an hour or? Yeah, it's been an hour. You guys okay. have been exploring the ship for the better part of like the night two hours. Yeah. Okay. So, so he'd have to reactivate that again. Okay. Yeah. He, yeah. He's not going to use his action right now, but he's because, because you said if I dash another, then I could be there like next turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He'll do that. He'll, he'll dash yeah. and just get as close as he can. Uh, you dash, you're, you're a bit behind Auntie Janet and Cher, but you can see the better part into the cargo hold. You could see this strange wiry mechanical man backing up from Trey on these little spindly three-pronged feet um, as it will go to Cher. 
Alrighty, Cher is gonna. I'm gonna look at um, Mr. Gilly Drax. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Kill this thing. Alrighty. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and send. I'm just gonna send a nice guiding bolt. I have one more free one, so let's send a guiding bolt that way. Alrighty. Go ahead and make a attack roll. Oh, I think that actually that actually might hit. What is this today? Uh, plus six. That's a dirty twenty. That'll hit. Heck yeah! And that is gonna be for a guiding bolt. Is how many d sixes? A four. Forty six. If plus. you're doing base, yeah. Base, base. I'm not doing anything fancy. That's good. Um, thirteen plus five, eighteen damage. Eighteen damage. Yeah. Um, as you shoot, you blow some of these rotating petals off this thing, uh, as it almost seems to move them deliberately to kind of like block itself. But it seems like some of the damage still goes through it as it kind of recoils backwards and it starts glowing this vibrant radiance. Look, it's lit. <laughs> um, it's like lit. a Christmas tree. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Uh, I think that's it for right now. Alrighty. I don't think, well, I do have a bonus action. I'll bonus action and take my starry form. Alrighty. Um, you take your starry form as you coalesce some of the uh, ethereal essences from around you. What starry form do you take? I will take Archer. All righty. Uh, doesn't, doesn't that mean you immediately throw a sling bolt, if I, I remember I automatically right? got my slingshot just going, boing, and that needs to, I have to roll a hit. I don't just get it automatically yeah. hit. Oh, and it definitely goes wide. Um, that's a 10 to hit. Yeah. You have advantage from your own guiding bolt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're kidding! This is the best day of my life. That was a natural one. Oh, freak! Do I hit Gil Drax? Mm. No, it, it's no. fine. No, so you, you had advantage. So you, oh, the, so the highest is still ten. Four. Yeah, and Gil Drax isn't like directly next to it, so there's not really a chance of you hitting him. I just him. am that bad at aiming. That's yeah, all right. You, you, you kind of coalesce this ethereal energy as you throw it out <laughs> as it like uh, interposes some of these petals to like deflect it away. You get a little distracted by your own sparkles. Hey. Uh, the stars aren't aligned. Uh, Gildrex, it's your turn. <laughs> I will run up to this thing, mm -hmm. and I'm going to pull out the construct slaying longsword. Oh, my. The, the stone sword. Uh, That's right. I remember. And I'm going to take two swings at this guy. Mm -hmm. The first one is uh, 16. 16 will miss. And then the second one is a 26. 26 will definitely hit. Um, as it's unable to dodge the attack. And is it? A, it's like a daily thing to uh, do extra damage to constructs, yeah? It is always doing extra damage to constructs. Oh, and how much was it again? Um, It was 2d6 additional. 2d6. It's a long sword. Nice. <laughs> I will also psionic strike this. Oh. Okay. It just it's like one-shotting this thing. One-shot it, one-shot it, one-shot it. One-shot, one kill. Does the difference between force and slashing matter? Uh, no. The, it does magical damage is all that matters. But. 20 points of damage. Okay, 20. Yeah. You bring the sword down um, as some more of these petals try to in, like, impose themselves, and you knock them completely off as you actually hit the body of it. Um, as it almost crumples backwards. As it seems, seems very frail. Uh, Excuse me, did I say 20? Yeah. I meant 30. Oh, God. Are you Whoa. joking? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, instead of that, we're going to rewind a little bit. Math um, is hard. <laughs> you, you bring the sword down as you just smash through some of these petals that uses the shield itself. As you cleave deep into like the middle of it, you see the, like, the stone sword start to spread it to its metal core and start to like almost corrupt the metal, petrifying it as it moves across. As you slow your... 
as it turns to stone on the spot. I will action search, mm-hmm. and I will make two more slashes at this thing. Okay. Is it dead? Those are both 19s. Oh, no, uh, natural. What, what's the AC of stone? It's like 16. Right. Yeah, it hits. Uh, let's see. You no longer get the 2d6. Okay. It's no longer a construct. Oh, interesting. It now it's a, an inanimate object. It's a hunk of stone. <laughs> Kill the stone. If you remember, the sword does turn things to stone that it kills. 16 more points of damage. 16, yeah. You bring it down, and even though it's stone, you manage just to clunk, like, take an arm off of it as it just almost, like, shatters the arm off and it falls to the over the hollow. Thunk. And that will be my whole turn. Yeah. Um, it's everyone's turn. <laughs> uh, yeah. It goes to his turn. Well, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> Strip, like, comes up, yeah. like, pulls his gun up, and he's like, okay, I got a sh- shot. Yeah. I, well, okay, that was... Jib. Yeah, it's I know. I see that. I see that now. A just, petrified statue of this strange flower petal-looking construct is in the middle of your guys' cargo hold now. Jib, like, just goes up and pets Gildrax on the back. And he's like, well, that was a uh, good job. Got that in... Was that one hit? I I hit it. Yeah, that sure. Is true. Okay, okay. Good job, both of you. High fives. 47 damage. 40, that was a lot. All right. Uh, so I've got a question. Was this the thing that was causing all that ruckus? I don't know, but I want it off my ship. I all mean, right. I think... I mean... Could we just dump it in the space? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But what if... This what? thing probably weighs more than it did before now that's made it completely out of stone. stone. <laughs> Jim just, like, lashes. Here, I can enlarge someone to move it off if we need to. Make someone really big. Well, how, how about you just make it smaller? That just sounds like extra work. It's the same spell. Ah, <laughs> uh, typical managers. Just as, just as much, just as much work, actually. I can do that if we have a if we have a plan. I can use my well, last I can, spell slot. He's like, hey, hey, Dar, open up the cargo hold. We're gonna throw something out. Um, well, we've got this nice hole right here. We're not we're not supposed to open it while you're moving. You you know that, right? Well, uh, especially oh, if right. these things aren't tied down. All right. Well, here. I mean, I Gildrex reminded me that we could just throw it out the hole that it came in. So there's a hole in the ship. I mean, a small one. We don't land in it's water anyway. It's like a man size hole. It's like a it's like a four foot wide hole. It's not a. I mean, small enough comparatively. <laughs> I will use uh, reduce on the statue. Wait, wait. Can we? Can we? Yeah, you can fit it through the hole. Okay. Even with its awkward shape, you can probably break off some of the pedals. Do we need to reduce it? No. Okay. Okay, we'll be fine. Yeah, it's just awkwardly heavy now. If, that it's if all of us like move together, we're just like, push. I'm just like helping with yeah. one finger. Before we push it off, I'll say, hey, wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. Cher, mm-hmm. could you, you can locate objects, yeah? Uh, Yeah, I think I can. Are there any more of this thing on the ship? Oh. I think that'd be have to be locate creature to find them because they'd can be automatized. I don't know. I'm not a wizard guy. I'm, I'm a psionic. I'm a fighter. Cher, you would know that it would have to be locate creature <laughs> since you are a wizard or you are a spellcaster. Not a wizard. Spellcaster. Uh, I don't think I have locate creature. Should I have locate creature? No, I don't think so. I think I was it's like, like a fourth I think level I spell. Got locate object. That's locate it. creature is an is it a fourth level spell? I think it's like surprisingly I thought high it was level. Like a level two. No, locate object is. I think locate. I'll look it up. Anyway, continue. Yeah, you guys drag this uh, hunk of statue over to the hole, and you just you just vent it out. Oh my! It is level four. It is a fourth level spell. Oh my goodness! You just vent it out the hole um, as it kind of like haphazardly drifts towards other ships. We watch, we watch as another ship is just driving and just stone splats on the windshield. It hits another ship and just punches a hole through it because they're going like 100 million miles an hour into a stone rock. You pretty much just put an asteroid out in the lanes. Yeah. You guys should <laughs> hurry quick before they notice. I don't want to get a ticket. Hey, you know you were littering. <laughs> Jib is just going to start looking. Ra- He's going to just look around the area where this thing was, double check, and just uh, see. Well, I think that's 
I mean, it looks like this thing was just here to cause havoc and, I mean, maybe slow us down or something like that? I I honestly couldn't tell you. Well, I guess we can go back to bed now. I mean, it, it looks like we got everything figured out. Well, well uh, they're, not, they're not trailing us anymore, so we, do we still need to head towards the weird space? I mean, I don't think so. I mean, we're, we're still on the correct lane to head to the place. We just don't necessarily need to make a head stop anymore. We can yeah. still be heading towards Auntie Janet's coordinates, so. Let's do that, because... I don't see why we should. They're out of sight, right? We can't see them anywhere. The uh, ships. They're they're farther up ahead of you guys. It's like a they're like little specks on the distance, but you can kind of tell what they are. Cool. So can we like veer left and get kind of lose them? You're you're on like a straight lane. Like there's uh, you're going straight in a line. Straight space yeah. highway. Exactly. You guys are able to like continue on your way. You don't hear any more strange clicking and tapping noises anymore. Do you, what do you guys want to do? Do you want to go to bed, like get to try to get some sleep in? Jib is, Jib, this all happened on his watch, so he's going to go to bed because it's somebody else's turn now. <laughs> I'm just going to go to bed. Sure's like, eh. The consternation fine. flashing across Trey's face is kind of funny. Gildrax will inconspicuously at some point uh, go to the bathroom and mm-hmm. uh, make sure everything's the, all right. Make sure for the third time that the, the toilet stash has not been touched. The toilet yeah, has the been. toilet stash, yes. <laughs> can the toilet all our hasn't toilet been paper. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you're all, or uh, any Janet, what do you want to do? Uh, I think Janet would probably also just go to sleep. It's like, okay, we've been up long enough. I don't think we have any other problems to worry about. All righty. Cher, you just also going to go to bed then? Yeah, I'm just going to go cuddle up with my plant. All righty. As you guys all head back to the bridge, uh, Gildrex. You head to the, the, the privy. As you go there, you can pull up the floorboard or what, however you guys hit it. I'm assuming you just did the old floorboard trick. And the safe is still on the ground there. I Is it possible the, for, the for us to have put it in, a, in such a way to where without removing the floorboard, I can check psionically to see if it's there? I'm going to say... That would have taken like a actual like and like a, a check to like engineer such a thing. Okay, in that case, yeah. For now, it's just under the floorboard. Because the the floor the floor is supposed to be like waterproof mm-hmm. for the sake of the bathroom. Yeah. Um. But or did we put it in? I think we hit it in a chair leg, didn't we? No, I I I I, I remember. I hit it somewhere in the bathroom. So apparently, it's in the floor. It apparently. is in the floor. I, I don't it think is. we were like I don't think I don't we were super specific. It's hidden well enough to have a DC sixteen to spot it. Okay. I remember I had to write that down. That was my check to to engineer a hiding spot. Yeah. Uh, we'll say you you made a little cubby in the wall or in the floor or something like that. As you open up, yeah, it's still there. Okay. Every, I, everything's still in there that you put there. I immediately put it back and yeah, and then it starts moving and walking away. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean maybe. Alrighty, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess you're the last one up, so I guess it's your watch now. I think you already took a took a stint on watch, but call Zan. It's his turn now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna make him take one. That's fine. I'll just pull a, a double watch. It's no big deal. Okay, we got time. Yeah. Uh, you get back to your. You get back to the the helm as you just sit there, and nothing really happens for the next two hours or so. When as the rest of you get fully rested up, because I believe Jib was the last watch actually. So we can. You guys get a long rest. What? What? As y'all wake up, uh, Hadar will chirp to you guys from his little chair. I, I do have a question. Uh, so are we still heading to the Forbidden Sector? Or are we just continuing on towards the original plan? L- let's go original plan. I mean, they're not following behind us anymore, so I guess we don't, we don't need to send them off. So, yeah. 
And to re- the coordinates. So we're going to the coordinates in the middle of nowhere? Yeah. All right. Even better than going to some forbidden places in the middle of nowhere, ain't it? Uh, yes, sure. Very well. But once we get there, it's actually not going to be the middle of nowhere because you know what's going to be there? Us. And we aren't nowhere. I mean, we aren't nobodies, so it can't be nowhere because we're somebodies. I like the sentiment. Thank you. Thank you. I think you could have strewn along the idea battle, but sure, I guess. Hey, did you have to fight some clicking being last night? Clicking being. I I mean, he did have his brain basically, like, attacked. He... he did something with the engine that really did not feel very Oh, speaking pleasant. of which, should we check to make sure those are all still good? I think, yeah, Jib, Jib checked and, yeah, everything, when you checked. and everything seemed like, I think it was just, it was basically just unplugging and plugging things back in to like make it be weird. Yeah, that, that robot diddled with the ship and I'm not okay with it. You guys are, you guys eventually, about a couple days, couple more days pass as you get to the turn off that uh, Hadar's taking as he's like, uh, you guys hear the loudspeakers crackle on as Hadar says, I believe we're approaching. Uh, make sure to buckle everything down and g- get ready. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. As you guys kind of start feeling the ship like almost turning sideways as it's almost getting like, uh, it's getting broadsided by like the, the stream, but it's not unpleasant. It's just a bit dis- disturbing as the ship kind of shudders a little bit as you almost get like a sense of inertia as you build up more speed as you're taking off one of these chutes. Um, suddenly you guys get like a lurching sensation as you almost hit like a rapids. You bounce around a little bit as eventually it smooths out though. Mm-hmm. Hadar will click back on the uh, radio. Say, Everything's okay. It looks like we made it safely. And now we just have to travel the distance. Uh, should only be a day. A day. Okay. Wonderful. The next morning as it rolls around, um, you guys find yourself in a very like inky part of space. Like there is not a lot of light here in the astral sea. Uh, I, I'm guessing some of you guys would be in the helm or something watching as the captain. I'm guessing you'd be in the, the helm, Gildrax, yeah. uh, as you're watching out the, the big display window. You and Hadar both would see... Ahead of you is a, fla- a faintly glowing, almost looks like a green triangle. It had, it's like a very dark, a very dark pyramid that's just kind of rotating very slowly in space, just ahead of you. I don't like that. Hey, Hader. Hmm? Our uh, planets aren't typically triangles, are they? Uh, n- no, spheres tend to look like, like geometric shapes of, you know, geodes. Mm. Triangles are very rare occurrence in nature. All right, well. Um. It does have the emanations of a sphere. Sphere. It's not a very big one. That should be. It doesn't all right. seem natural. You think you can uh, take us in? Maybe. I mean, these are the coordinates, yeah. Uh, yes, to a T. Well, I guess nothing ventured. Yes. Nothing gained. As you guys uh, fly closer and closer towards it, it doesn't grow any bigger, but you get closer to it, almost like a strange, like optical illusion, um, to the point where. Hadar actually stops the ship as he's like, um, it is directly in front of us and it hasn't grown in any type of dimension. This is a bit disturbing. I don't think I can drive the ship into it. It looks big enough for a person to go in, though. Pardon? Like, you know, float into it. Mm. I can float. Just a thought. Yeah, no, that's that's very interesting. It's not like, you know, when you get closer, things get bigger and then it just didn't at all. Yeah, I... I've never seen this before. I see it all the time in the Feywild. Maybe this is a Fey thing. Uh, maybe. 
Probably more just a magic thing. Why are you guys so freaked out? Magic's <laughs> weird, right? I mean, that much is true. Yeah. Casualties of war. I don't. <laughs> I mean, we got suits and everything, right? We got a. I mean, we can just kind of float through, right? Because we're in the I astral mean, sea. Yes, you can float. You don't need to breathe right now. I just don't know um, if the other side is habitable. I can hold my breath. Jeb is going to walk to the front of the ship because it's like it's right in front of us. He said, yeah. right? It's it's like it only looks like it's six feet away, but it hasn't looked like it's gotten any farther or closer than the entire time you guys are flying towards it. Jib is just going to be like. Hey, Dart, you want to mind uh, scooting us a little bit closer? I'll be on the front of the ship. And he kind of like goes and perches himself on the front and he just like reaches forward. And it's like, just scooch us forward. Ever oh, so, so you slightly. go on the outside. You yeah. slide down. You guys here on the inside are as he like slides down the glass. You guys, dome. You guys see like Jib's butt like <laughs> pressed up against the glass as he's just like sliding down. It's like, eh, 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 eh. And he like turns around and waves to the inside. I'm going to go help inside. him just in case he falls off. So I'll be out there kind of just watching him. Yeah, let's, let's tie you off. Yeah. He's tied off. He tied oh, okay, himself okay, off. Okay. Yeah. Jib, Jib will just kind of like reach forward and say, uh, scooch around forward, Hadar. Yeah. Uh, he like, he inches it forward very slowly. I like put my hand through. Yeah. Um, as you put your hand through, it's almost like pushing it through like what you would imagine, like thick kind of gelatinous stuff. It's not unpleasant. It's like lukewarm it's kind, of, kind of. It's like, like really thick water almost. Jib pulls his hand out. Yeah. It. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. All right, I'll give you two tugs if you want. If you need to pull me out, and I whoop, jump in. Um, he jumps in. You kind of have to like almost swim into it. But as you swim into it, you kind of uh, you fall forward as you kind of like land on your like neck on a stone platform. Oh, yeah. You roll over as you look around. Uh, you find yourself almost in what looks like an amphitheater. It looks like, huh? And it is a large stone amphitheater. All the stones are cracked. There's no sky or anything around you. It is just the blackness that the kind of like this kind of uh, triangle was made out of the green and black, like uh-huh. swirling energies. Um, in the middle of this amphitheater seems to be like the stage and there isn't anything on the stage currently, but you find yourself in the middle of the amphitheater. Jeb is just going to look around and there's no, are there any exits or anything to here? Or does it just look like this is kind of like, an there's e- like, it's where like the wall touches the edge of the amphitheater is where you came in. You okay. seem like you probably just forced your way through the wall. Okay. Jib is just going to think, does it, because Jib sees this, does it look like an extra dimensional space, kind of? Almost. Okay. It, it kind of has the same feeling of a sphere where you're like, but it also has like that feeling of dimensional, an extra dimensional space. Okay. Because he knows a little bit about like bags of holding and things. So it's like, okay, it's bigger on the inside. It looks kind of like strange. He's just going to start walking around and looking about seeing if he can, he's going to like go and look at the, you said there was like a stage. Yeah, there's like a stage. He'll go about and he'll like investigate looking around, like pressing the, the floorboards and everything, just seeing yeah. if he can. It, it, it's like a stone stage. It's oh, like a okay. stone amphitheater. So like everything's okay. carved from stone. It almost looks like a Greek amphitheater. He'll just go around and kind of go back and forth and mm-hmm. just investigate all around, see if yeah. he sees anything out of the ordinary. Right. As you're looking around, um, you're just veg- you're doing it on stage or are you looking around the entire amphitheater? He'll look around the stage first, mm-hmm. and then he'll go to the amphitheater. Um, yeah, you start exploring the stage. Uh, on the stage, you find there are like almost like well, it looks like little uh, play props have just been laid about. Like there's like a riding horse, like with a stick coming out the bottom. It kind of like you know to be pretend. Uh, there is like a jester's mask. There's some other things just scattered across the floor. Um, there's just little twisty things that you spin around to make the clicking noise for applause. <laughs> nice uh, things like that. Just common play like. Props also, maybe some uh, roses that have seemed like they've dried and wilted. As you are exploring, 
you hear a polite like throat clear from behind you. Um, Jip, turn around. Uh, it's hello. Me. I'm just kidding. Yeah, oh. you, <laughs> you turn around. And you like ask every hello. time share. Uh, there is no one around you. You just hear that. <clears throat> Jib is going to cast see invisibility. Yep. Alrighty. So he can see invisible things and see into the ethereal, ethereal plane. plane. Awesome. Yeah. You cast a spell. You don't really see anything like invisible. It doesn't seem like there's anything invisible around you. There's nothing in, in the ethereal plane or invisible around you. Hello? 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 Kind of bounces back from the, the stairs all around you. I'll start the, going to the stairs. The, yep. um, you walk over to like the, uh, the amphitheater stairs and stuff, the seats. It seems like these seats were once at well, one point well used. They seem worn. You could see like almost like bags of treats and stuff, like long discarded and kind of rotten and stale now. Uh, you could see where like the cushions on the chairs have been like rotten away. And they're just kind of husks of what they once were. Are you enjoying the sights? Yeah, I'm just looking the, around. The voice like echoes almost from around you. Who are you? No response. And I'm not seeing, there's no other route, like exits to this room, right? It's kind of like just like an enclosed amphitheater. Yeah, it seems like you can just like, you can assume that you might just be able to swim back through the wall how you caught in. Jeb is just going to look about his rope that's tied off. Is it just like poking through the wall more yeah, or less? Yeah, it's, it's already just poking through the wall. Jib is just going to, he's going to hug on that rope twice. Like, well, I mean, nothing interesting yet. Care to show me any different? <sighs> you just hear a sigh. Uh, after it, I've felt the tug two mm-hmm. times, I'll pull Jib back through. Yeah. How roughly do you pull Jib? Uh, I pull as, as roughly as I would need to for him to, for me to actually have, like, give way. Yeah. You, you, you pull a Jib, I'm guessing you just cooperate. Yeah. Uh, you pull and you can feel it like it coming back as you get to the edge. It's like, uh, you hear the voice, please do come back. I'm assuming we might. And you just, yep. You get pulled out. Shunts into the, yeah, the, the, the wall. The, yeah. The, the caress of the strange blackish green liquid as you get pulled through, uh, Jib pops out, uh, seemingly intact. Did you meet any aliens, Jib? You know, I don't think so. there was a voice. But it seemed rather empty. I almost think it might be like an automated system of some sorts. I honestly think it might just be that maybe we came too early or something. She might not have been expecting us, I guess, uh, this soon. We could come back later. The voice said that, you know, to come back at some point. So, Like, like what voice? What did you see? Like, you haven't really said much of any it was of a, that. It was, it was an amphitheater. It was an amphitheater. Yeah, it was an amphitheater, and there was a voice. I cast, I, 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 I put on my special glasses to be able to see, you know, more ethereal kind of things, but it didn't look like there was anything, so I didn't see anything, Did uh, you, you know. Did you detect magic? No, I didn't do that. I guess, here, give me a second, and I go, and no, I just no, like, no. and I, and I jump through, I spray the mist, and I look, well, I guess see invisibility didn't do anything. Let me double check. Oh, see invisibility doesn't require concentration. So I have both see invisibility and... Detect magic up. Okay. Yeah, you, you cast detect magic. There is a slight like permeation of magic all around you as this is a demiplane, but the amphitheater itself seems to have some sort of magic going on. It's not like, I would say it would be considered transmutation on the, on the amphitheater itself. Jim is just like, huh, pops back out. Yeah. All right, it looks like oh. it's transmutation. <laughs> As as you like go to pop back out, uh, you hear the voice. Did that reveal anything to you? A little bit. Hmm? 
Yeah, as you you pop back out. So, so let me get this straight. Yeah. There's an amphitheater. Mm-hmm. And you're hearing a voice. Yeah. Seems like he's talking to me, but I don't see anybody. I don't know if it's like a some kind of omnipresent thing. I, I don't know. I thought. Should we go watch the show then? If it's an amphitheater, maybe they have a show going on. Maybe we just I mean, they did sh- have a stage. Well, maybe we should go. I'll go and, and go sit down and see if anything happens. Maybe it's like a magical show. Like this was one of Bloody Gills, right? No, this was just a just the place that, you know, the one lady. What, what was her? She never gave you her name, did she? feel like she did, but it's been like a hot minute, so All right. I've kind of forgotten The, the her drow name. lady from the, the Iron Grid. Why did the Gridiron. Why got did that she tell up. us to come here? Uh, Auntie Janet asked for a place to, to meet, right? Like, if there was, like, any information or something of the sort, like... Yeah, and she gave you coordinates. Yeah. And it was... Well, should we ask for her, then? Should we go back in and be like, hey, is this scary drow lady here? <laughs> Uh, we, we definitely, we definitely can. It doesn't hurt. And I, and you came out perfectly fine and not harmed. And I don't think you're any under any kind of spell effects or anything that's like possessive. Oh no. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, and Jip starts pretending like he's convulsing. It's like, oh, the, the magic. Uh, Gildrax pulls out his sword. No, 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 no. Okay. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Jip's just like, wait, wait, wait. No, it was a joke. It was a joke. I'm okay. Oh. Drama queen. Oh, okay. <laughs> Chip's like, I knew he was faking. I can, yeah. <laughs> um, bad liar. Yeah, here, let's just go back in and we can show, you have your magic stuff. Yeah, like you I, can make a, I, you can show a picture of, of y- the lady. Yes, I can. See if, see if they recognize it. Yeah, absolutely. So what you're saying is we should go in. Party! I mean, I guess we can check. Uh, I mean, if they, if, if they recognize her, they know the drow lady, then I, I'm guessing that that's probably the best bet. Should one of us stay out here or do you think we should all go in? I mean, you're probably the strongest, best to pull us out, I guess, if you want to stay out here and be the rope guy. I love being the rope guy. Let me tell <laughs> I mean, you. you're probably, I mean, you know, I don't have the biggest of muscles, so. I do. Do you want to share to be the rope guy? guy? No, please. I'll be the rope guy. <laughs> I, it's like thicker than her torso, so. All right. I'll stay out here. You guys go in and check it out. Auntie Janet? And he, yeah. He pulls out two more ropes. Go ahead and just tie that around your waist. Here, okay. I'll let, he just the rope and. Yeah, yeah. Jenna will take that rope, tie it on her, and be like, okay, I am ready for whatever we got. <laughs> Jib puts his arms, Link's arms, and is like, tally-ho! Yep. This is really... <laughs> yeah, you all force your way through. Uh, Jib, <laughs> as you've gone back it. and forth a couple of times, uh, you're kind of used to not... You kind of know how to orient yourself. The second you two get through, you almost, like, fall on your neck as you kind of, like, swim through, as you, like, you kind of, like, go... Ooh. And you just... Slosh out pretty much. <laughs> I just start falling. <coughs> yeah. Ah, that was horrible. I think I got yeah. that. You guys in my find mouth. yourself in this ancient amphitheater that is just all worn down stone. It looks very like Greek esque. It's like a lot of marble mm. that is all cracked and fate we- uh, aged, weathered. There's Hello. a stone stage in the middle uh, with some props and stuff on the stage. Hello. Hello. As you come through, you're back and you bring more company. Yeah. I mean, can we all hear it? Yes, it, it kind of echoes around you guys. We just had a quick question for you. Oh, everyone always has questions. It's a, it's a, that's how conversation starters happen. Yes, but it's a, never questions like, how are you? Or anything how like that. How are you? It's, it's always, oh, what is, where is this and this? Or 
how many years has it been since the occurrence of so-and-so, and what is the secrets of the arcane, blah 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 da da I mean, hate to break the cycle now. You recognize this person? Mm. Uh, Janet will do her, like, yeah. She casts Minor Illusion, and she makes, like, a small little, like, statuette figurine, like, action figure yeah. kind of look of this drow. Yeah, the drow, the drow matron. Mm-hmm. She gave us these coordinates, and we hear also, by the way, Mr. Mysterious Voice, I'm also a theater major, so, like, <laughs> like I love, I love the amphitheater here. I love the props. Like, is this a play that's supposed to be happening sometime, or, like, I would love to get, like, some tickets. It was to happen, but never happened. It never happened? What's the play? Ah. <sighs> Never to a hat, so no purpose on dwelling on it. So, do you recognize this lady, Mr., um, what can we call you? I've never really had a name. Uh, what would you call yourself if you could have a name? Myself. All right, myself. Me. Me. You like, which one do you like better, me or myself? However you wish to refer to me. Names are pointless in this place anyways. Can I call you Aristotle? I see why not. You seem like an Aristotle type of guy. Yeah, Airy. I'll call you Have you Aerie. ever pondered upon the stars? <laughs> no, I've, I've always pondered on the stars. I always ponder on the stars. Oh, uh, my gosh. No, no, it's fine. So Whatever you wish to call me. Ah, uh, um, so do you know this lady? <sighs> As he just sighs again. It, it's like, we can continue this conversation. I just, she did. she's the one that did, like, to a degree, sent us here. So I just want to see if you did know. She sent you here to ask questions, probably. I, probably, probably. Do you not like being asked questions, sir? That's all everyone does now. Question this, question that. Well, what do you want to do? They never let me ask my own questions. <laughs> well, uh, you can ask me any questions. I'm an open book. I'll tell you what. I'll answer your question. In fact, if you can solve this little <laughs> riddle. <laughs> See, I'll this is why you're in Aristotle. This is why you're in Aristotle. Oh, we could ask him where, where your home hometown is. Yes. Let's do a warm-up real fast. Okay. I don't know how sure. your intellectual capacity is. I'm very smart. Here's a warm-up for you. Mm. What can carry large... Don't look at me like that, Trey. Trey <laughs> zoned in on me. <laughs> I, I'm a big riddle guy. I love riddles too. I'm gonna flop so hard. I'm not sure in the room. gonna though, answer so. wrong on purpose. What can carry the largest of trees, but not the smallest of pebbles? A river. Correct. Really? Yes, a river. Due to the buoyancy of wood, you see. Some stones, of course, are less buoyant than trees. Are, more are, are you serious? Yes, it was a warm up. I didn't realize that would be right. I thought it was a guessing game, and I'd get a couple tries. I'm a little sad I got it on the first time. Man, the expectations are real high now. <laughs> Man, Cherry, you're great at this. You should just answer all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had trees and pebbles in it. I feel like I had uh, a, <laughs> cheated somehow. Because you were able, I'll tell you what. You answered so quickly, I at least owe you something. Yes, I do know her. I have been asked not to share her name. That's fine. I forgot about her name anyway, so I respect it. She was kind of mean. But if she sent you here, I assume you come seeking some knowledge long forgotten or unknown. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. The the stands around the uh, amphitheater, where you guys are kind of standing in the middle of the amphitheater, almost like shift and kind of like roll, almost like almost like something's moving through them. 
and mm. kind of like displacing it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. This is, ooh, the seats. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jenna mm. is going to go take a seat. Just I want another riddle. Just. Well, if you wish, I will ask. As he kind of clears his throat, goes, <clears throat> I am your best friend and your worst enemy. I am privy to your darkest secrets, and yet they still surprise me. I know every man you know, but not one of them knows me. Who am I? Oh my gosh, I feel like I've actually heard this riddle before, but I have no memory of what the answer is. Oh gosh. I don't know. I didn't have anything to do with trees. (laughs) Do you wish me to repeat your riddle? Sure, sure. I'll hear again. I am your best friend and your worst enemy. I am privy to your darkest secrets, and yet they still surprise me. I know every man you know, but not one of them knows me. My thoughts. Who am I? Not thoughts, is it? Your memory? Incorrect. Gosh mm. darn it. I was ah. th- I'll give you two more attempts. Mm. I like this one. This one is to think. It's like I want to say a word, but I, I know this is completely, absolutely oh, I hear wrong. Oh, whisper in my ear. It's, it's, uh, Janet just whispers in here, crippling depression. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but I, I just thought I would like sum it up with just like thoughts. You no, I, I, you know, I don't think it's that one. But do tell us, Trey. Do you know what it is? Close. I, I'm, I'm not. I don't, I'm not going to tell you guys anything. <laughs> Tra- Gildrax is out. He's like has one hand on the rope, and the other hand he's like scrolling he's, Facebook. He's pretty much <laughs> scratching his stomach. It's like ooh, TikTok. <laughs> he's cleaning out his ear hole. I'm on. I'm on. Uh, I'm. You know, I'm drinking booze. He's having a good time. With the the, oh my- the uh, toaster. Toaster has like a screen now. Gosh. This is all you guys. Tetris. Just yeah, that's the answer. Tetris. Totally. No. Oh gosh. So truly, uh, you must reflect on oneself to know this answer. I don't like reflecting I mean, I on guess myself. I mean, is that a hint? It is a hint. You are obviously struggling, and I don't like seeing people struggle. Oh, that's really nice. But that's of a, you. that's appreciated. You know what? That's fun. Yeah. I like that. Um. Yeah. I mean, reflect. I mean, it's not a mirror. Like, a mirror doesn't know any... It's your reflection. That's what it is, right? Incorrect. Oh, dang it. I'll give you one more try. That was a good one. I like that guess. It's not reflection. It's not... Do you want me to read it out to you one more time? (laughs) Well, now I feel like you're just antagonizing us, but sure, go ahead. I'm not trying to be mean. I am you at your best. Uh, Oh, is that your next one? No, yes. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm reading from my Google Doc. (laughs) I'm, I'm reading from my... My Google, yes, my Google document, my Google Drive. What's a Google document? <laughs> I've heard of it before. I am your best friend and your worst enemy. I am privy to your darkest secrets, and yet they still surprise me. I know every man you know, but not one of them knows me. Wh- who am I? Self-reflection. It wasn't a who mirror. Who's my best friend? My plant! No, no, no. Like, no. I'll, they're also your worst enemy, though. You guys don't like my plant, so it could be my enemy. No, well, I, well, your enemy is your own definition I, of what sure you think is an enemy. Notice on the at the, the question I asked of who am I? M- Myself. Is that your answer? No. Yeah. I mean, we said it at the same time, so at least we both were thinking it, right? Yeah. Let's do myself. But nobody knows. But I know everybody you know. But nobody knows. Is it supposed to be like your it, your your deepest darkest self? It's it's more like there's another your word inner for self. It. There's so there's another word for that. It's it's called like a shadow self. It, it like you know doing shadow, shadow work and all of that. Shadow. Clone I feel you're looking too deep into this. Shadows. 
You know, I'm, I, I, I respect. Running through the shadows. I, I'm not good at riddles. I'm kind of letting these two kind of go for it. If you want, I could go for a different one. No, we're going to say, you want to what? Let's go final answer ourselves. You, it's close enough. It, the answer is close. myself. My, oh, we said myself. Well, but you didn't. I asked if that was your answer. Jim, you said it wrong. Whoa, hey, what? You we said, said, we I, said myself. Will, I will count it. This is, it's close enough. Okay, okay. How many points is that worth? You just, <laughs> it's like Jeopardy. It's just a point system. I have never considered I'd like to a, buy a vowel. <laughs> I've never considered a point system before. For Real this. for 400. So right now we're at, we got 1.5 points because the first riddle, it was half a point and now we got another And this point. one like kind of counted. Yeah. All right, I, give us I your next one, Riddle Master. This. I don't understand. Are you not asking? You, didn't you not want to ask a question? I, Are you I just, just wanting really me to give you riddles? Rid- will- you want to know what? Let's go for another one. We'll ask the questions later. We're having fun, sir. <laughs> this is the most fun we've had. We've been stuck on a ship for like three weeks. R- truly. <laughs> like, keep them entertained. I'm going to... S- can Janet, like, while they're doing this, can I'm just gonna sit could Janet just go down to the amphitheater to where, like, the props are at and look at the props, maybe even touch them, mess with them? Yeah, you can pick up the props. They're, cool. they're just old. Like, they look old, old, like, like hundreds of years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a thick layer of dust on Like, someone hasn't handled them in a minute. Yeah. Um, some of them actually just, like, decay at your touch. Like, they fall apart. Like, they haven't been touched. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it, they don't seem important anyway. Okay. If that's what you're trying to figure out. Well, I was going to see if there was like names maybe carved into some oh. of these masks. Like just curious. No. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She'll just look at these things while people are answering riddles. Yeah. <laughs> answering riddles. Um, as you guys are, uh, as you guys are getting ready for the next riddle. Once again, the, the chairs around the amphitheater kind of like shift and sh- like shift and move as almost like it's parting like water. A large form like uh, comes out. With this almost like grayish, like grayish blue skin, um, it's this uh, male figure is about like fifteen feet tall, maybe taller. Uh, huge. He has almost like shamanic, uh, almost like a shamanic toga on. Are you a genie? Uh, um, it has its bald head. It has very like brutish features, but has like a very keen, intelligent eyes to it. Uh, Does it like? Is it? You said it wasn't invisible. Like I couldn't yeah, see what that. Yeah, it seems like it, it seem melded like it with the stone. Out of the stone. Yeah, it's okay. like it melded with the stone. Um, I was like, ah, that's cool. Yeah, as he will smile, and he'll take a seat on the, the the very top of the amphitheater, almost like yeah. Are you a genie? Uh, no, I am. Uh, I he, believe your people would call it. He's giant. a stone giant. Yes, I've I've met a stone giant before. I am what my people call a dream weaver. I've I've never, I I've heard. Just passing. I, I'm, I mean, we dealt business with them. Very, very good at, you know, I mean, I mean, throwing rocks, stone masonry. They have us dwarves are pretty decent with stone, but I not really becoming one with them as, as you're able to do. But yeah, let's, let's have another riddle. Jibba goes and sits down. I, before we start the next riddle, I think I should answer your previous question before we get off track. Oh, all right. Um, well, I said I'd answer a question. We're more, I mean, Janet, and he, and he points to Janet. Janet's the one who's... I know who she is. Yeah. Hi, uh, hello. Uh, she just kind of echoes that back towards them from the stage, uh, and she will walk back upwards, probably taking a long time with all of these steps, uh, but she does come back up. Ah, uh, hello. Hi. Hello, hello there, stranger. So what is this question that is burned into your soul so vividly oh, that so, you sought me out? Oh, so um, 
I was, uh, I yeah, I, there's a lot of things that's been she going on. She was abducted by aliens and wants to find her home planet. Let's start there, Janet. There's a yeah, lot of things. There's but. a lot of th- questions I could be asking, but the, I think the main one really is I'm just trying to get back home. That's literally all I'm trying to do. And I don't really know where home is in the oh. sense of space. So, ah, shipwrecked upon a rock, not knowing of what seas you set foot in. Yeah, I have I no see. idea. <laughs> no, none. So, I'm just trying to find ah. where my home is. I've learned like the planet's name is Raven's Guard, but that's mm. it. I haven't been able to find any scroll or anything of the sort that shows me where in the world my home is. Would you describe it to me? Okay, so it's very dark. Uh, crows, ravens, werewolves, ghouls. Cursed moon? Cursed, cursed moon. moon. She said oh, it's yes. got a cursed moon. Oh, yeah, there's a cursed moon because there's like an eldritch being put into the moon. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, undead every day. Like, it's... it's And every it's, night? Every night, yeah. It's every very... Night. It's very... <laughs> it's very cursed. <laughs> but it's my home. So, you know, I'll, I'll deal with it. It's It's what I've grown up with. I see. And you said its name was Raven God? Raven God. Yeah, that's that's what I was able to learn, but I don't maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. He will he'll bend down um and seemingly pull a hunk of stone out of the uh amphitheater itself without without actually breaking any parts of it off. And he'll almost on this tablet he'll just like gently drag his finger over it. He's like this sounds familiar to me. I do believe I know where it is, and I believe these are the correct coordinates as you would use to set sail in your ships. Mm-hmm. I do wish you the best of luck finding your way home. I, I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. As he will pull away this tablet, this, this pretty big hunk of stone, and he'll like hold it down to you. This hunk of stone is about maybe like the size of like someone's torso, mm-hmm. but he's like he has it like pinched between thumb and like. I give to you the Ten Commandments. Yeah, (laughs) it kind of like is in the same kind of Ten Commandments tablet. Slab of rock. Yeah. Um, On it, Janet is one of the prophets. On it, in a very like runic kind of language, is written coordinates. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm Uh, guessing you don't speak giant. No, but I can read all languages. Yeah, then you can read it. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Because of eyes of the rune keeper, baby. Yeah. Then you can you can read it. Uh, the the coordinates are plain and simple to you. I think it shares a written script with Dwarvish. A giant does. So I think it, I think it like matches an alphabet. Yeah. I uh, I don't. So you can you can cobble it together to make sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, he hands it to you. Ah, uh, that should hopefully find your way home. I appreciate it. Thank May you. this raft be your saving vessel. That Jim, is so inspirational. Kind of like goes over to Janet. And he's like, I mean, that was like the simplest. Like she really came through. She did legit. You know, this was clutch. This was. I look over and I was like, I mean, you probably you're. I'm gonna be honest. You're probably the nicest person we've met, and probably the first who's actually inclined to answer this question. What's your name? I told you, I don't have one. Yep. I've cast such mortal things behind long ago. I have reached Nirvana. Exactly. I, he's like, <laughs> I have opened my inner eye. My third what? eye. Jim's gonna be like, are you trapped <sighs> here or something? I say who willingly. All right. You're cool. We we appreciate the help. I mean, we promised we'd have another riddle. You want to give us a go? He he actually breaks out. Like, he has a very genuine, like, pearly <laughs> tooth like, smile. A little, like, yeah. book. Uh, he actually, yes, he has, like, a little, like, uh, a little tablet of his, like, favorite riddles. 
and he pulls out of the thing. And this tablet is probably the size of him. And written on it is absolutely tiny handwriting. Mm. How difficult of a riddle do you want? Let's, I mean, I mean, you honestly answered the question we're looking for, so. I have a question, though. I want to ask a mm-hmm. question, but I want to get the riddle first. All right. All right, then you choose the difficulty. Let's go hard. Riddle for 500. This one, we'll do a fairly simple one again. What do buyers know, sellers know, and users never know? I just want to say, I, I'm not answering at all, but I really want to say crippling debt. That sounds great. <laughs> it's like a good answer. What do buyers know, sellers know, yeah. but the users never know? You're broke. I don't know. I'm not good. <laughs> See, I'm not a riddle person. I'm, I'm going to sit back and uh, rest my back because my back is aching. Please have a seat. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm. What do users never know, but buyers know, and sellers know? Sellers know. What if, like, the seller is the, I mean, the buyer is the user? That's what I was confused about. I can't, I cannot give you any more information on the subject. Cryptocurrency. I'm just <laughs> Dogecoin. <laughs> Bitcoin, yeah. Is it... I'm going to be honest. I have no idea. What about... Hmm. I will say this answer has... No, it only has one answer. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was thinking maybe... Regret. That one... Th- no. That feels relatable. <laughs> Buyer's remorse, <laughs> but no. I'll give you two more. It is a purchasable good. But oh, it is. Money you get what buyers? A, Buy, purch- a purchasable good. The buyer knows it. The seller knows it. Oh, it's it. a coffin. There you go. I've Correct. heard this one before, but in a different way because the user doesn't know it because they're dead. Exactly. I mean, that's pretty. I mean, I've heard that one. I, I agree. I've heard that one before. That was that was a refreshing take. Very different. Very well job. Clap a little bit. I will be honest. It's not my own creation. Oh, is that it like was... a family notebook or something? No, I often trade secrets for new riddles that I've oh. never heard before. Do we got do we got a riddle? Um, I've got one. <laughs> Dude, Trey's over here like, let me say a riddle. He's <laughs> like, wait, 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 I know Gil- I think Gildrax likes riddles. Jib runs over, pops out. He's like, hey, Gildrax. Whoa, oh, hey. Ready, ready, ready? Right, I got, got a riddle for you. You got a good riddle for us? We're we're swapping riddles with a stone giant dream keeper. Hey, uh, you could probably come in if you don't want to be out here with the I think ropes. we're safe, yeah. No, I hate riddles. <laughs> get out of here get get out <laughs> jib jib looks over to zan currently voiced by trey who loves riddles hey zan what about you do you like riddles ah, i'm busy with jewelry and things <laughs> mushy mushy's well, not I, even there mushy's I, in his I'm asleep. Well, yeah well i'm asleep all right Hi. trey has no trey has trey has trey might have riddles Gildrax would not. Trey has rejected all opportunity to give us riddles. And he's like, all right. And Jenna will look through. It's like looking through the fourth wall. Hey, guys, what riddle is your favorite? I've got one. I've got a riddle for you. All right, mister. Ready? I'm ready. What's smaller than petals, but larger than the mountains, can be held in your hand, but can make houses. I'm making this up as I go. What is it? You're making this up. Yes, I'm making up a riddle. May I... You said smaller than pebbles, uh, petals. Pebbles. Pebbles? Pebbles. Or petals work. They're smaller than both. Are bigger than mountains. Yeah, bigger than mountains. Uh, what was the second half again? Yeah, so it's, it's smaller. It's small, it can be smaller or than pebbles. pebbles. It, can, it can be bigger than mountains. Uh, uh, Small enough to fit in your hand, build, uh, able to build a house with it. Yeah, and you can... Life. <laughs> I wish. No. Not life? Not life. 
Hmm. You can build houses with it. Well, yeah, at some point. I mean... Think about it. Theologically speaking, you can build a house with many ob- uh, sub- uh, solid surfaces. Exactly, yeah. Hmm. Hopes and dreams. Yeah, hopes and dreams. That's actually, I would, just, I would accept that one. Are you going off of a scientific basis of the molecule? Kind I don't of. know what any of those words are, but sure. Sure. <laughs> nerd emoji. are doing the nerd emoji. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I can give you a hint. It, it has something to do with me. With you? Uh-huh. Carbon. What's carbon? Hmm. I forget. Um. <sighs> you stumped? No. Imagination? That's also a really good one. I'll take that one, too. But you could literally build a house with it. It's a literal thing. Think about it. A forest? Think about it. I'm thinking. Where does a forest come from? A seed. A seed! Interesting. I I feel like that is it misleads a little bit towards the end, but with refinement, that's a very good riddle. Thank you. You can take it. You could probably, like... I came up with it You can add it to your book. You can refine it, I guess. Make it make it make it more more sense. I've got a question for you, Mr. Giant. Do I get yes. a question now? You may ask a question. I look at uh Jib with my eyes real quick, kind of. So I mean you ask the riddle, you go for it. Have you ever heard of Bloody Gill's treasure? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>